Hello, everyone. Welcome to WGGF Radio. You're tuned in to Breaking Bread, and we'll you're tuned in to Break Bread, and we'll be right back. Breaking Bread, Breaking Bread with Dr. Weech. Faith, faith, faith. Breaking Bread, Breaking Bread, Breaking Bread with Dr. Weech. Faith, faith, faith. Breaking Bread. Breaking bread, breaking bread with Dr. Weech. Breaking bread, breaking bread, breaking bread with Dr. Weech. You're tuned in to Breaking Bread with your host and moderator, Dr. Weech. Let's go now to our study. I'm your host, Dr. Weech, and you're tuned in to Breaking Bread once again. We're in for a wonderful teaching, and I want to encourage you to tell someone, turn uh, tune in and let them know that we have a wonderful teaching. I want to always encourage us and advise us to be mindful and prayerful in such a time as these. Uh, people are taken to the streets and there are all sorts of things are happening. And I, and I, and I believe that in, in the midst of everything, we have to walk with a vigilance and, and, a, and a determination of change. But in that determination for change, we also need to have the, the the mindset for a love we should have a righteous indignation for everything that's happening more importantly for the sin of the totality in which we're seeing oh as what it appears to be uh and something i've dealt with in times previous where there seems to be uh a disparagement or conflicting appearances with uh the interaction of law enforcement with certain communities but i always want to challenge you that no authority comes from anyone but up above and the son of god uh told Pilate, uh Pilate say don't you know i got the power to do xyz and the son of god said jesus the christ sure the messiah said you would have no authority if it wasn't given to you from my father above so we have to understand that uh all power comes from the most high and that he is in total control and that he has the ultimate say so I don't want us to be discouraged, but I believe as a as a, as a, as a force, the good news, the gospel, the church uh, needs to take its authority and position uh, because you remember the Messiah says, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail. So we need to realize as believers that the only thing that the gates of hell will not prevail against is the good news and the fact that the son of God was sent by the father to demonstrate the epitome of love, the zenith of love, the zenith of love, and the son demonstrating the epitome of love, the zenith of love to the father, obeying the command to die on the cross. And we need to demonstrate that epitome zenith of love by surrendering our lives, dying to sin, and pledging our obedience to him. We don't pledge anything but the obedience to the Most High Elohim through his only begotten son, Jesus the Christ, sure the Messiah. So when we come to this realization, we will understand the abundance that our savior talks about so we're going to talk about abundance this evening because last we were on we talked about uh the importance of 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 kingdom or the benefits we have as kingdom citizens every country gives their citizens uh benefits and so we're going to talk about benefits as it pertains to the kingdom what are the benefits that are ascribed to us what are the benefits that we have we need to know those things in order for us to reap the fullness and the benefit of those things thereof. So without further ado, I kind of talk to kind of let people know that we're tuned in and we're turned on and I let some other folks know that we're tuned in and turned on. So what I want you to do in the midst of that, I want you to go out, let people know we're on. And as always, I always say, bring your scriptures, bring your Bibles, because we open up the scriptures. We break forth the bread of life and we talk about the scriptures and we break it open, and we do our due diligence to get clarity, all right? So we do our due diligence to get clarity. Now, with that being said, I'm going to take a break, and I'm going to come right back, and we'll just go ahead, and we're going to begin our studies, all right? This is Dr. Weech, tuned in to Breaking Bread. Uh, I'll be right back. There's a saying, pressure burst pipes, or pressure will burst diamonds. When you encounter pressure in your life, you need to be the diamond that comes forth. Abba Theological Seminary helps you become the gem the Most High God created you to be. Abba Theological Seminary has various programs ranging from the arts, such as videography, to becoming a biblical scholar in theology. 
Abu Theological Seminary has degree programs in ministerial vocations starting from the associate level, allowing you to work to earn your doctoral degree. Abu Theological Seminary is a fully functional online educational institution providing our students with a rigorous curriculum, access to seasoned professors, and a vast amount of online resources to assist our students along their journey. Don't hesitate. Call an advisor today. For more information, log on to www.atsedu.info. That's atsedu.info. Or you can call 954-324-7280. Again, that's www.atsedu.info. Or call 954-324-7280. Again, that's 954-324-7280. Did you know there's scientific evidence that prayer works? I'm not telling you this to validate God's word, but I'm telling you what we as believers in the Most High God already know. Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, our Savior, said men should always pray and not lose faith. This is why I want to invite you to pray with me. I'm looking for at least seven, and with 12 or more, we can do wonders. But I'm looking for at least seven people who are committed to prayer. We will pray every Wednesday at 8 p.m. So if you want to join me and a few faithful, I want you to call 305-647-1922 or email us at info at the g2gfoundation.org. That's info at the g2gfoundation.org. Or hit us up on Instagram or Twitter at the g2gfoundation. Once again, I'm inviting you to pray every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Send your prayer requests, expectations for the miraculous as we shape things up with prayer. Every Wednesday at 8 p.m., 305-647-1922. Hello, friends. Are you a pastor in search of support? Maybe you are a lay person seeking clarity on God's movement and kingdom. Let me encourage you to connect with the G2G Foundation as we are making efforts to assist faith-based organizations to get back on message. Our Lord and Savior, Yeshua the Messiah, Jesus the Christ, said the gospel of the kingdom will be preached worldwide as a witness, then the end will come. I talk to many religious leaders and believers, and many are unclear to the kingdom message. It is vital in these times that we teach and preach the God's kingdom and tell them about the king. For more information, you can log on to the g2gfoundation.org or call 305-647-1922 that's 305-647-1922. Or log on to the g2gfoundation.org. When organized religion lies to you, Christianity as another religion built on lies but similarities to other pagan religions. When holidays that celebrate a biblical God are not biblical. Christmas defenders Easter. Uh... And it's another holiday that originated from pagan origin. One has to ask, is God real? Is the Bible a book filled with lies, tampered with by men, a rewrite authoritative version of the Holy Bible? James agrees. Or is it all true? Their Truth Was a Lie is a documentary series that exposes the paganism that has lived in organized religion of Christianity and reveals the truth. Uh, because the Catholic Church sanctioned Easter, maybe around 324, 325 B.C., All right, welcome back. Uh, we are ready to begin our study, our teaching. Um, when last we spoke, I talked about the benefits of being kingdom uh, participants. I talked about the benefits of being kingdom participants, and I want to continue that vein and talk about that. Now, uh, to put this in perspective, every, uh, every country or rich and fertile country, they have benefits to their citizens and most uh citizens of their countries take pride in the fact that they are uh citizens of that particular country i i want us to be reminded that we are kingdom citizens right we have not only have i said repeatedly are we citizens but we are related to the government that's literally is saying uh for example a country has the king and the king, uh, we, we are related to the king. And now, we're not in the sense uh, related and we can do 
reckless things in the kingdom, but we are favored and related in the sense that we demonstrate the love and the love we demonstrate is showing that we love our heavenly father through his savior, our savior, the king, and we love the king because we do what he says. Now, I talked about uh, last week how um, the benefits of the kingdom citizens. And I believe I left off when he talked about the Messiah talks about sending the apostles out. Uh, and he says, go out, take no script for the workman is worthy of his hire. And he said, heal the sick, raise the dead, preach the gospel. OK. And, and he says, cleanse the lepers, mean clean, clean folks or deliver folks from diseases. Now, in the midst of this, I'm telling you, in that format, we uh, do these things as kingdom citizens, as kingdom citizens and participants. And he, and he also says, uh, when you go out, tell these folks when you're doing these things that the kingdom of Elohim of God is at hand. The kingdom of Elohim of God is at hand. Now, I want to get to the name when I, you hear me say Elohim and I say El Elyon, Most High God. And I say that because Anytime we looked in the Old Testament and these prophets mentioned Elohim or the Bible scribes, writes, dictates the name Elohim in the scriptures uh, and they say Elohim, it is always referred to, often referred to as the God who created the heavens and the earth. Jonah was thrown into the sea. They said, well, what God do you serve? He says, I serve the God, Elohim, the God who created the heavens and the earth. He says this. So when we look at uh, uh, Genesis chapter 1. Uh, uh, the first few verses, it says, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. In the beginning, Elohim created the heavens and the earth. The Spirit of God hovered over the face of the deep, and the deep, the deep being the encompass of the earth. Now, let us begin as we go into this perfect segue, or that segue, as we get into our particular study and scripture. Father in heaven, we thank you for this word. And you, we ask that you open our hearts and our minds to the doors of opportunity, the doors of understanding, the doors of sound wisdom, that we can understand that fear of the Lord, which is that beginning of wisdom. We're not walking in a fear that you are a tyrant and an ungodly or unmerciful ruler, but in the fear should we come out of that protective custody of the blood of the living Savior, our Messiah. So, Lord, we thank you for your favor. We thank you for your blessing. We thank you that we can come before you and we thank you that we are the righteousness and we have the blood that cleanses us lord as i yield to the presence of the power of the word the holy spirit uh, i'm asking those who do not know you may come to uh, surrender their hearts to you and come to a better understanding of you i'm praying for those who do walk in the knowledge of who you are they can grow spiritually and mature in their faith in your precious son name we pray in jesus christ's name we pray in yeshua mashiach name we pray amen 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 all right, so we are looking at John chapter 10, and I kind of want to do a quick re uh, review to put everything into somewhat a perspective. I want us to realize that most things that we deal with, if not all things, are meant to. I was looking at a, a particular uh, program on a popular streaming service, and it talks about heal. And this young lady says, I'm going to go around and I'm going to show people how the power has the ability to heal. And so I listened to this man say, you know, Whatever that creator is that created the body has, uh, he says, I believe that there is someone who created all things, created these things perfectly. And I believe he's created the body to heal itself. And they're talking about how people who says the body has the ability to heal. And some people were experiencing this. But what got me, this man, he's a doctor. He says, you know, I've gone to med school. And the one thing I tell you is that we've done studies. Oh, he says, I've done these studies at research at, at pharmaceutical companies. And we give the people these uh, drugs. And he says 75% gets well. But he says in the midst of that, 75% of the people who take placebo, placebo meaning nothing, nothing's here, gets better as well. So he says, wait, if I've seen that, these people who take the placebo get well, almost 75%, then there must be an inherent ability in the body to heal itself. I've been saying this for some time just by faith. But here it is. You have people who are of science and medicine who are also in agreement to this. Now, some of these folks have no knowledge or acknowledgement of the Most High God. But I'm telling you, as we being children and, and, and participants and acknowledgement of a savior, we should be experiencing this on grand levels. And here's why. I tell you, the scripture, the Messiah says the thief does not come except to steal and to kill and to destroy 
I have come that they may have a life and that they may have it more abundantly. All right. We got to get that because when the Messiah says you have life and have life more abundantly, that abundantly means in top quality, the, 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 the best of the best, uh, uh, superior quality. So whenever he says, I've come that you can have a life and have a life abundantly, that literally means the superior quality, the best of the best. You as a kingdom citizen should have the choice whether or not you will receive and show off the best of the best or if you will take a a humble and humility approach. All right. Uh, We go to Deuteronomy 28, Matthew 5, the Messiah talks about, or the Bible talks about blessings, blessings, and blessings in each of those chapters. Now, we got to remember that the Old Testament and the New Testament converge, and whatever the Old Testament says, we got to understand that New Testament, the Messiah has to also signify. So, if he talks about, Moses talks about the blessings on the mount, the Messiah has to say, here's the fulfillment of the blessings, Okay. He says, blessed are you, blessed are you, blessed are you. And I believe he gives and distributes nine blessings. We have to, number one, not only acknowledge those blessings, but we have to accept and receive those blessings. All right. Sometimes we have all the blessings we have, but we will not receive the blessing. You understand? All right. Now, let's continue. Uh, If we look to uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 31, remember the Messiah says, it's the father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom we got to understand what the messiah is saying he says the father's pleasure to give you the kingdom why didn't he say it's the father's pleasure to uh, pleasure to bless you why didn't he say it's the father's pleasure to give you uh, uh abundance of wealth why didn't he say it's the father's pleasure to heal you he just said it's the father's pleasure to give you the kingdom because i tell you plainly i to me there was no more powerful gospel than this kingdom. No more powerful gospel than this kingdom. And the reason why I'm telling you this is because when this Mark 1.15, I read it, it opened me up and I began to experience people being healed. Prayers being answered expeditiously. The Most High God doing things that will boggle the mind. And like uh, 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 it says in, I believe, Samuel, he wants to do things that make the ears of the people tingle. Meaning, oh, my gosh, they doing that? Wow, unbelievable. You see? So now, we got to understand that if he said it's the Father's pleasure to give you the kingdom, then we want to understand we have to, number one, grow, be kingdom citizens, and understand what it means to be kingdom citizens and participants. Okay? We have to understand what it means kingdom being kingdom citizens and participants. We have to, we have to understand that. Now, I think what we need to transition to is not just the benefits of the kingdom, but how do we access those benefits and the blessings of kingdom? I often say every uh, 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 country, uh, territory, uh, area has what is called currency. All right. These places always have currency okay and currency just basically means money how do these things operate when it comes to the money okay we got to have that money situation uh talked about if we're going to have an expectation of things moving in the kingdom now go to isaiah chapter um 55 go to isaiah chapter 55 verse 1 Isaiah 55, verse 1. And when you go to Isaiah 55, verse 1, I want us to take a look. Look at what he says, Isaiah. Oh, that's not 55, I'm sorry. Go to Isaiah 55, verse 1. You know, this technology, I'm using one of these little notebooks here and not my regular page turner. Isaiah 55, verse 1. Okay. Look what it says. It says, Ho, everyone who thirsts, come to the water. And who have no money, come buy and eat. Yes, come buy wine and drink without money, without price. 
Why do you spend money for what is not bread and what your wages and your wages for what and your wages for what does not satisfy? Listen carefully to me and eat what is good and let your soul delight itself in abundance. I want you to go, go to verse one. It says, buy without money. Now, let me ask you something. What territory do you know that you can go and buy without money? You need money to buy things if you go into the store. You need money. Okay, you need money. And I'm telling you right now, the money or the currency in the kingdom is faith. I believe we went to the tips of this last week, but I want to continue to go to another level in this. It says, uh, verse one, very come somewhat of an axiom of a scripture. It says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But he tells us what these faith walkers did and how they were able to do it. Now, basically, faith means believe, trust, believe, trust. Basically, you look this word up in the Hebrew or the Greek, it simply means trust. Okay. It says, without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he who comes to God must believe that he is, and that is he will reward him of those who diligently seek him. Okay? Now, what I want us to do is to replace the word faith with money. Okay? Now, we're not talking from a, uh, 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 oh, uh, I want to get rich kind of spending type of thing, but I want us to uh, tackle and approach this from the perspective of just, let's say, for money, for the sake of to purchase or to buy. Okay. Look what he says. Now, money is well. No, I don't want to remember. I just want to bring this into the perspective to show you how faith is the currency of kingdom. So, if he says, if you say faith is money, now money is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen by, for by it the elders obtained a good testimony. By money we understand the world was framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which are visible. By money Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. Verse 5, by money, Enoch was taken away. But without money, it is impossible to please him. But by money, Noah, being divinely warned of things not seen, with godly fear, prepared the ark. Obeyed. By, by money, Abraham obeyed. By money, he dwelt in the land. By money, Sarah uh, received strength to conceive. Therefore, from one man in his good deed. So these all died in the money, not having received the promises. Now, I want to say that means money in the sense that they had it. They were able to operate. They were able to receive. Now, let's go back to the proper scripture because I don't want you to think, oh, he's trying to think, twist his thing to money. No, I'm telling you that the currency in the kingdom is faith. This is why Isaiah say, come buy from me with no money. Money is useless when it comes to the kingdom. That's why Isaiah says, come and buy from me with no money. Come and buy the best of the wine and the milk with no money. You need faith from the commander, as he says in verse 3. You need faith from the living Jesus, Yeshua the Messiah. You need faith in the Most High God. Okay? Because without, this is why the writer says, without faith, it is impossible to please God. So if you don't have money, you ain't buying nothing in this world. Right? But if you got faith you can operate. If you have faith, you can operate in the kingdom. So you can't go in with something about this car. They're going to be like, how much you got? So think about that. You want the most high God to do something for you? How much money you got? How much faith you got? Huh? How much faith you working with? All right, let's, let's continue because I got to finish this. I want to finish this today. I want to finish this today because we as believers need to understand the authority we have and how to access the fullness and the blessings. We got too many believers who are walking around not experiencing the fullness of the blessing that the Most High God sent his son to die to ensure to make certain we obtain these blessings. All right, now. Uh, let me see, let me see, let me see. Go to 28. The Messiah is uh, talking, or he just healed these uh, two blind men. And uh, he's going to this house. 
And this man approaches him, say, come see my daughter. And when he had come into the house, the blind man came to him. And Jesus said to him, look, I'm sorry, the two blind men. And he, he come to, to the house and the blind man came to him. And Jesus said to him, watch what he says. Do you believe, do, do you faith that I'm able to do this? You got some bread. You got some money to operate and do some things. Do you believe that I'm able to do this? They said to him, yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes and he says, what? According to your money, let it be to you. According to your faith, let it be to you. How you going to grow in your faith? How you going to increase your bank account when it comes to faith? You see what I'm saying? The Messiah says, according to your bank account, according to your money, according to your bankroll, it's going to be done to you. So if he had a mighty faith, that man's getting 2020 vision. Hmm? You got to believe in the most high God. He says to this man, are you, do you, do you, do you believe I can do it? Do it. Do you got some money? You got some money to buy from me? This is what Isaiah says, buy from me. So this blind man goes to the Messiah. The Messiah says, you got money? You got money so we can exchange and do business? Huh? Do you believe I'm able to do this. So whatever we ask in the most high God for, we have to have money. We have to have the currency. We have to have faith in order for him to operate in our lives. Do you got money so we can make this exchange, so we can conduct this opportunity and this exchange? Now, remember, these people are going to the most high. Some people are going, but they ain't got the faith. Some people going, they ain't got the faith. I never forget the time, and I, and, I, and, I, and I say this to say that the Most High God was merciful. The Most High God was merciful. And maybe I should wait, but I don't want to run out of this, so I'm going to tell you this now. I remember my mom was in the hospital, and she was in the hospital, and she was out for two days. She couldn't get up, couldn't wake up, and I never forget the doctors would try to push something in her mouth, and she would push it out. So he was saying he couldn't feed her. And so... I got there, and the doctor was telling me and family that if she doesn't get well, they're going to cut her. And I was perceiving that the cut wouldn't be good because if she's not eating, it will be weakened. So I, I began to pray. Hmm? And the prayer immediately was not, it didn't appear nothing was happening. But I said, I'm not concerned with what I see. I'm not concerned with what I see. I put and said, I'm not concerned what I see. I believe, therefore I'm talking. I believe that he is able to do it. That's why I come. And after the prayer, she caught her breath and woke up out of that slumber. And I said, God, the most high was merciful. Because if anything would happen to my mother, it would have been not so good. <laughs> All right. But the fact that I was not intimidated, I was not swayed by what I did not see happening immediately. And so this is what needs to take place. We need to understand and believe that if we're coming to him, we need to remember the Messiah saying, do you believe I can do this? Do you have money to conduct this exchange? And if you do, whatever price you want, it's going to be. According to your faith, you can have it. All right. Now let's go to Mark chapter uh, 9. Go to Mark chapter 9. Go to Mark chapter 9. I should get into the most intensity of that, what was done, but uh, we'll, we'll say that for another day. But it was just the fact that I saw, didn't see immediate movement, continued to be vigilant and diligent under the impression of the Holy Spirit taking over. And me just, just believing and having no other ability to do anything, I'm going to pray. All right, so when we go to 9, chapter uh, verse 21, we go to 9, verse 21. This is what I was talking about. I jumped ahead of myself. The Messiah is going to this house. This man is seeking out the Messiah, uh, Yeshua, Jesus the Christ, and he's asking him for help. And they brought him, go to verse 21. It says they brought him to, they brought him to him. And when he saw him, immediately the spirit convulsed, well, not the daughter, but the son, and he fell on the ground and while foaming at the mouth. So this man is having a seizure, and they classified this behavior as a demon, okay, as a demon. They didn't have the names that they have now, but they said this is a demon because he's acting out of character and it's in, in and it's a condition in which that threatens his 
livelihood and his life and it's preventing him from experiencing the abundant life. Okay? So he asks his father, the Messiah, saying, hey, how long has it been happening to him? And the father says, from childhood. But often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. But if you can't do anything, have compassion on us. And look what the Messiah says. Jesus said to him, the Messiah said, if you can believe. He says, if you can believe. And the Messiah adds, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. So basically he says, if you can get money. If you can access some money, we can do this exchange. See, we got to understand the belief system. Faith is the currency in the kingdom. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. But faith is the currency in the kingdom. That's why Isaiah says, Isaiah says in 55, come to me and buy. When we go to the Messiah, we need to go with the belief factor that he can do it. And the belief factor is, I'm not swayed by what I see because we got to sometimes dig in and press in to pull down the prayer that we want. Hmm? Paul says, casting down strongholds, pulling down strongholds. We got to climb up there in them heavily operating that spirit and swing that battle at, swing that sword every which way, saying the word, speaking the word, believing the Messiah. That's how we go to war. So the Messiah says, if you got some money, he says, well, sir, if you can help us, if do anything. And see, the Messiah had to check the mindset because he says, well, if you can do something, help us. Ain't no wealth. I'm able to do it. Do you got money to do this exchange? So he says, if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. The Messiah says, no, if you believe all things are possible. Get the mindset right. Okay. Immediately, the father cried out and said, Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. And this the, the, the father, I like this because he says, Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Sometimes we say we believe, but see, we see the condition or we see the challenge and we see the thing that we're wrestling and battle with. And we'll say, Lord, I believe, help my unbelief. Again, somewhat of an axiom. I believe, but help my unbelief. Well, 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 well if you believe, how can I help your unbelief? Well, you believe to a degree that when you look at this, you, 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 you lose hope. Right. When you look at this, you lose hope. And I'm going to tell you, we must have been there if we've seen a situation or we've encountered a situation and we, 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 we've been hit. And we said, man, I, I, I just I'm just tired. I, I give up. I don't even know what to do. But we got to remember what the Messiah says to this man. If you can believe all things and we got to be like this man and surrender to the Lord. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. The fact I'm coming to you, I believe it. Hmm. The fact I'm coming to you, I believe you can do something to help me. Now, the magnitude of whatever you can help me, I'm not certain because I don't know how much my money can get me. I don't know how much my, my faith can buy. See? He says, Lord, he says, sir, Lord, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. Just do something, anything to help us in the slightest degree. But the Messiah says, wait a minute, if you can't believe all things. So he's saying, if you got some faith we can get a total healing here. Hmm? All things, because your expectation is a total healing. Your expectation is a total deliverance. And you don't think, I can do it. But the Messiah says, let me rearrange your faith. You need to have faith. And I'm telling you, whatever faith you got, that's enough to exchange or to make this deal go down. Hmm? That's enough to make this deal go down. All right, now, let's continue. All right, so he says, Lord, help my unbelief. And when Jesus saw that the people came running together, he rebuked the unclean spirit, saying it to it, deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and in no more. The spirit cried out, convulsed him greatly, and came out of him, and he became as a dead. So the many said, he is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up and arose. Do you see what's happening here? Do you see what's happening here? Now, I'm supposed to come back to this, but I want to come to this right now. Look what it says in verse 28. But when he had come to the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? Whoa, one second, one second, one second. Let me go to. Uh, uh, All right, we'll stay here. 
He said, why could we not cast him out? And he says, this kind come out by nothing but for prayer and fasting. You got to increase your bank sometimes. You got to uptick your bank account sometimes. You know how, you know, sometimes people want to buy something and they say, hey, you need just a little bit more money to make this thing go down. Sometimes you need that bank account to improve and to strengthen that bank account or to uptick that bank account. Prayer and fasting will increase your faith, will increase that bank account, will increase or allow you to have that exchange to make the transaction go down. The man said, if you can do anything, I believe it helped my unbelief. I believe you, but I don't know if I believe enough that you can heal my, my, my child of this thing entirely. And the Messiah says, well, if you believe, if you can believe, all things can happen. Whatever you're expecting to happen, it can happen just by the simple belief that you got. Okay. Now, I, I, I mentioned that situation with my mom and uh, I, I can tell you. I believed and my faith said my prayer would be answered that whatever the condition, whatever the prayer, it would be answered. And so, again, I had enough in the bank account. I had enough faith to have me press in, not be swayed or discouraged by what I saw. And I'm telling you, it was easy like this man to be discouraged because you're seeing a loved one now and you're seeing this condition and you pressing in and you're not seeing anything change or the appearance of it. But we know immediately at the sound of the at the name of Yeshua, the Messiah, Jesus Christ, them demons triple, tremble and trickle down and get up out of Dodge. All right. Okay. So let's continue uh, going. Let's go to Matthew chapter. Um, matter of fact, do we do we? Let me see something. I think I want to touch on the scripture. Oh, sorry about that. Okay. Let's go up to verse 19. I'm sorry. I forgot to look at this. In Mark chapter 9, verse 19. Well, let's go to 18. Look what it says. Same chapter. Mark chapter uh, 9, verse 18. It says, wherever it seizes him, it throws him to the ground. Well, first of all, the Messiah says in verse 16, he asks his disciples, because he was just on the Mount of Configuration with Peter, James, and John, and he's coming down. And he says, what are you discussing with them? Then one of the crowd said, teach, I brought my son I brought you my son who has a mute spirit, and whenever it sees him, it throws him down, foams at the mouth, gnashes the teeth. We read this. So I spoke to your disciples that they should cast it out, but they could not. Look what the Messiah responds and says. He answers and said, O faithless generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I bear with you? Bring him to me. He basically was saying, O y'all, not enough money. Broke, not enough money generation. Y'all broke because your mindset can't allow you to bring forth enough belief to make this transaction go down. The people wasn't just the disciples, but the people saw and they said, oh, they can't do it. They can't do it. That's why I say perverse generation. Oh, faith is perverse generation. It was the people around say, oh, they can't do it. When they saw one disciple try to cast it out. Another, Come here. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. Let me do it. And he said, oh, they can't do it. That's why he says, oh, faithless and perverse generation. He rebuked the crowd because it was so much unbelief. Sometimes you got to get around that unbelief. And you got to saturate yourself, engulf yourself in the faith. I'm sorry, I didn't say the numbers 321345WGGF, 321345944 broadcast. So uh, you can call in. You can call in. All right, so. Let's go to Matthew chapter 11. Matthew chapter 11. So, again, to build up the bank account, we need to pray and fast. And I can tell you that is essential because, again, as we're building up our faith and fasting, we're building up our currency. We're, bu we're building up our, our belief system into the fact that whatever I ask my father in the son's name, it can be done because remember, when we come to the Messiah, we become joint participants in the exchange. You understand? We become joint participants in the exchange. OK, whatever we're asking, there's an expectation for us to raise that level of faith if need be. OK. So now 
let's go to um what am i looking for i'm looking for mark i'm sorry mark chapter 11 oh i love this scripture i love this scripture and i usually recite this bad boy every day mark chapter 11 verses uh 24 mark chapter 11 verse 24 go to verse 20 this is how we up our currency this is how we increase our money system. This is how we increase our currency in the kingdom. Verse 22, in Mark 11, verse 22. So Jesus, Yeshua, answered and said to them, Have faith in God. Have trust in God. Have belief in God. For assuredly, I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believe that those things he says will be done, he will have whatever he says. He will have whatever he says. Now, we need to understand what also increases our faith, our currency in kingdom is, what increases our money, what ups our bank account is when the Messiah says, not just prayer and fasting, but we proclaim. Because remember, in the beginning, God said let there be light and there was light we <clears throat> remember solomon testifies that death and life is in the mouth power of the tongue jane reiterates the power of the mouth and the confession so when we begin to believe we speak the writer says i believe therefore i spoke it Therefore, I speak it because when we begin to speak it, we begin to believe it. That's why faith comes by hearing. When I hear certain things that I've done, my faith is renewed. When I begin to speak certain things, I'm encouraging myself and I'm recollecting or recalling what my belief system is. So not only does, not only does prayer, fasting increases the bank account, but the proclamation and the profession, and the confession, and the declaration, and the speech, what we say. You will get some people on New Age will even ascribe and attribute to these things. Now, let me say this. These are natural, well not natural, but spiritual things that the Most High God and our Savior Yeshua have laid out. And so it's not surprising that if he's placed these into the atmosphere Whoever takes hold of it may witness some of it. You see? That's why so many people, you have to believe, you have to say it, you have to talk. They're taking kingdom principles, trying to apply them, and they perceive that they're reaping benefits. But I'm going to tell you, when you begin to put the Messiah on top of this, that's why he says, superior. I've come that they can have a life and have life abundantly. That word abundantly means top quality. The very finest the very best, okay? And if you're not believing the very finest, the very best under the favor, hand of God, you not understand the kingdom components. Again, look what the Messiah says. Therefore, in verse 24, therefore I say to you, whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them, you will have them. See? Believe you receive them, you will have them. You got the money, it's going down. The transaction will be made. If you got the money, it's going down. The transaction will be made. If you have the money, you got the transaction. It will be made. All right. Now, let's go to Matthew. Matthew, verse 21. Matthew, verse 21. I'm sorry. Matthew, chapter 21, verse 22. Matthew 21, verse 22. It's the same scripture. Same scripture. In verse 21, the disciples saw it. They marveled, saying, how did the fig tree wither so soon? This is when the, the Messiah speaks to this fig tree. Don't no more fig tree come upon you. And it was out of season. Now, you're like, man, it was out of season. What's going on? Hey, the God of the universe was walking the planet. That tree was supposed to produce anyway in acknowledgement to the king. That tree wasn't supposed to take no day off, no season off. So the Messiah said, you know what? Don't you come for bring no more fig tree again. You playing with me. You know who I am. Don't play no games with me. And so this is why the disciple says, 
man, the tree with this way. So soon, and the Messiah says, so Jesus, Yeshua answered and said to them, assuredly, he says, assuredly, I say to you, if you have belief, if you have money, if you believe, if you have trust and do not doubt, you will not only do what was done at the fig tree, but also I say to you, you can say to this mountain, be removed and cast into the sea. It will be done. Whatever things you ask in prayer, believing you will receive. That's twice. This is documented. That's twice. This is documented. So in prayer, we have to believe we receive anything that we're asking shall take place. Okay. Now, let's go to John because I'm almost done. Let's go to John. Let's go to John chapter 14. Go to John chapter 14, verses 10. Now, look at what the Messiah says several times. Look what the Messiah says several times. In verse 10, do you believe? Verse 11, believe. Most assuredly, I say to you, he who what? Believes. Okay? He says, faith. Pistheos, faith in the Greek, faith. He's basically saying faith. So again, the money. Believe the money. The money. Currency. Most surely, who got the money? Who has the faith? So let's walk these scriptures. Do not believe, do you not believe that I am in the Father and the Father in me, the words that I speak to you? I do not speak on my own authority, but the Father who dwells in me does the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the sake of the works themselves. Most surely I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will also do, and greater works than these he will do, because I go to the Father. Verse 13 is the kicker. Whatever you ask in my name that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. Again. The things we need to operate in the kingdom. We need the name. Because what does the name give us? The name gives us the transaction. It actually gives us the transaction. So remember we see the scripture in Psalms. The name of the Lord is a strong tower and those that run in are safe. I think that's either in Proverbs or in Psalms, if not in both. So the name of the Lord is a strong tower. Those who run in are saved. Those who call upon the name of the Lord shall renew their strength. So consider this. The house of the Lord is the bank. Where's the bank? Do you not know your body is the whole, uh, temple, the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit? You're the bank. Holy Spirit living in you, the bank. The church living in you is the bank. Because the Messiah said, the Father lives in me. So Daddy lives in you. Okay. Remember, all this was constructed only so that the Most High God's spirit could take residence in you. Because he tells David, what building can contain my spirit? The only thing that can contain the Most High God's spirit is the thing he created in his image. Okay? The thing he created in his image. So, we need the name. The name gives us the transaction or the banking system. The name is where we go to conduct a transaction. We have the the prayer, the name, we have the belief, we have the fasting. This was increases our faith. <clears throat> now, again, let's go to Jude. Let's go to Jude. Go to Jude 20. Go to Jude 19 and 20. Remember, Jude only has one chapter, so 19 and 20. Uh, look what Jude says. I'm sorry, go to, go to 20. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most what? Holy faith. Praying in the what? Holy Spirit. You need the name. <clears throat> you need to be born again as kingdom participants because that's how you, in fact, get and obtain the Holy Spirit. You become born again. Keep yourselves in the what? Love of Elohim, looking for the mercies of our Lord, Yeshua, the Messiah, unto eternal life. Jesus Christ, unto eternal life. See that? So, praying in the Holy Spirit, maturing in the Holy Spirit. How do, we how do we increase that bank account? Fasting and praying. Fasting and praying. <clears throat> Go to Luke chapter 11. Go to Luke chapter 11. Luke chapter 11, verse 9. 
Luke chapter 11, verse 9. I, 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 I dealt with the scripture last week. I talked about the scripture last week, okay? I talked about the scripture last week, and it says, So I said you, ask, and it will be given to you. Seek, and you will find. Knock, and it will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receive. Again, when you say everyone, people are asking day and night, and they're going to get something just because they're asking. Now, you being a child of the Most High Elohim, you think he's not going to answer your prayer? And he who seeks finds into him who knocks, it will be open. So he's telling us, ask, because daddy, as children, wants us to ask. And if anything, he wants us to understand that we are spoiled children of the Most High Elohim. I told y'all that last time when these nations would come. And I said, nations means other uh, uh, people not in covenant, more or less, meaning we're children of the Most High God. We're not the nations. We're not Gentiles anymore. We're children of the Most High God. And I told you when he says those nations will come in, we read from that scripture. I'm telling you, I so believe in my spirit that species from other worlds will come to earth because God's, the Most High God's house will be on earth. And we're going to be sitting on the throne with our king. And our Savior. And, and, and these species going to say, who are these people sitting on the throne with the Son of the Most High God and the King of the universe? And Daddy going to look to his right and look to his left and say, these are my children. All these are my children. Hmm? All these are my children. And they're going to be like, like, this, like it says in Revelation, how do they overcome? They overcome by the blood of the Lamb. I'm telling you, these species going to be like, these are the children of the Most High God. And I'm telling you, the Most High God is going to be so proud of us. Just like the Queen of Sheba went and saw uh, Solomon say, Boy, I just looked around at the workers. I looked around at you. And it's true. Your God is God. Your Most High God is God. You understand me? I'm telling you this. The Most High God is going to be so proud because we overcame. We didn't compromise our faith and we didn't walk in shame. Let's go to Luke. I'm sorry. Let's go to Psalms quickly. And I'm running out of time. Let's go to Psalms quickly. I thank the Most High for this teaching. I'm telling you. Psalms 2. Look what he says in Psalms 2, verse 8. Go to verse 7. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said to me, you are my son today. I have begotten thee. Look what he says. Ask of me. I will give you the nations. What did he say? Those nations will come and pay their respects. I give you the nations as your inheritance. And the ends of the earth is your possession. This is meant for the son of the most high, you know, but with children. So guess what? Nations going to come worship or pay their respect and homage to our daddy. And you know what's a peculiar thing? I said this before. And I'm going to say it again. When you look at Revelation and the fullness and everything's coming to in, in completion, it says there's no temple for the Lord God is the temple. There is no sun or moon for the Lord God is the sun and there is no night. So, that basically means time eternal because in order from the prescription that we have from the Bible, in order for time to pass, there has to be day and night, evening and morning to make a day. So if there's no night, it's constant. Time is eternal. Now, I said this that when I looked at this thing in Revelation, it says there's no temple because the Lord God is the temple. Well, if there's no temple... There's no worship. <laughs> think of that. Because when you think of Adam being created in the day of his creation, there was no worship. There was fellowship. There was family. You see? So the Most High God restores things back to that family order. He restores things back to that family order. To where we're not worshiping. We're, we're with family. Daddy. Daddy, daddy, king, oh king. You see, we bow before the throne to reverence the king. But there's no more worship because we family. We already look up to our daddy with the complete and purest homage. And we talk about him and our king because they're the greatest. You see? All right, let's go to um, Luke chapter 17. That's my last scripture. Luke chapter 17, that's my last scripture. Luke chapter 17, that's my last scripture. Go to Luke chapter 17, verse 5. Look what the apostle says. And the apostle said to the Lord, increase our faith. What? Increase our faith? Increase our bank account? Yeah. 
We want a bank account that's fat. So look what the Messiah says. So the Lord said, if you have faith as a mustard seed, you can say this mulberry tree be pulled up by the roots and be planted in the seed and will obey you. Remember he says, if you just believe a little bit and slightly, that will be enough currency money to make the exchange go down. It will be enough to make the, trans, the, the, the transaction transpire. Look what he says. Which of you having a servant plowing attending sheep will say to him, come in from the field, come at once and sit down and eat, but will he not rather say to him, prepare something for my supper and gird yourself and serve me till I have eaten and drunk and afterward you will eat and drink? Does he thank that servant because he did the things that were commanded him? I think not. I think not. He says, I think not. So likewise, when you have done all things which are you commanded, so we are unprof- unprofitable service, we have done what was our duty. The Messiah flips this thing. He says, when you do what you're supposed to do, just don't count it something extravagant. Just count it something that you should have did from the first place because that's your duty. The reason why he says this, and he says this in a manner of servitude, because he says, money works for you. You ever heard the saying, um, um, my money worked for me. My money worked for me. He's saying, faith works for you. And you don't expect nothing other than when you see your prayer answered, you should be not so overjoyed that it's answered, but there's an expectation. It better have went down like that because I got enough money to pay for this. <laughs> my money said, I'm getting this. My faith saying, this is going down. Watch this. This is why he says this in this manner. In verse uh, 55, in, in, in Isaiah 55, verse 10 and 11, he says, For as the rain comes down and the snow from heaven, and does not return there but water the, the earth, and make it bring forth and bud, that it may give seed to the soil and bread to the either, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me void, but it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. The Messiah says to these disciples, these apostles, Hey, faith is your servant. You send it out. There should be no expectation that whatever you believe in doesn't come back because your faith dictates it. There's no expectation that if you go and pay for something and you don't get what you paid for, you're going to fight night and day to get your money back or to get your product. That's exactly what the Messiah said. If your faith dictates that you believe something's going down and it's in kingdom, then your faith should dictate that you will get it back and you will fight and, and, and contend for the faith. Until you get what you've been praying for and believing for. That's why Jews says let's contend for the faith. Let you buy something online and don't get it. You're going to call Visa or MasterCard, one of the credit comes. Man, they better give me my money. Don't pay them folks. Huh? Same thing. If you believe in the most high God for something and it don't go down, boy, you better not come back here, world, because I sent that word out. Boy, you don't know who I am. I'm a child of the most high God. And I'm telling you what I say better go down because my faith has paid the price for this thing. I know it's happening because my money says so. My faith says it's high enough. I'm out of time. I want to thank you for tuning in. And I want to be reminding you that these uh, uh, teachings are available on a podcast. Uh, so if you've missed the teaching, I want to encourage you to go back to the podcast so you can just log on on the page to let you know that uh, whichever teaching you're missing you'll get this i wish i could finish this or go even further and i may do that but let me pray father thank you for this teaching thank you for this word i just pray that those who receive it will build upon this word and continue to mature in faith lord god let us mature in faith let us begin to fast let us begin to pray let us begin to declare let us begin to become saturated in the word that we may understand that our faith Uh, will not be disappointed that our faith is our currency and our faith will dictate the cost. We have enough to make the transaction. Father, I thank you for forgiving us for our sins. Bless and keep us until we arrive again together to this study. The blood be applied in Yeshua HaMashiach name. We pray. Shalom. And I simply mean, may the Lord bless and keep you. The Lord lift his face upon you. Be gracious to you. The Lord sign his countenance upon you that the name of the Lord is upon you. His words that he will bless you. Shalom, friends. I want to thank you for tuning in. Hello, family. Thanks for tuning in to Breaking Bread on this network. Breaking Bread is supported by the contributions of individuals and entities that donate to the G2G Foundation. If you have supported this organization, we want to say thank you. And to all our sponsors, your continued support is appreciated and makes it happen. If you would like to send a donation to support this program, you can send it via cash app to 
dollar sign G2G Foundation. That's dollar sign, letter G, number two, G Foundation, all lowercase. Or you can mail it to 1728 Northeast Miami Gardens Drive, Suite 135, North Miami Beach, Florida, 33179. That's 1728 Northeast Miami Gardens Drive, number 135, NMB, Florida, 33179. Your contributions assist us and enable us to forward the vision in other countries such as India and Kenya. Please connect with us by logging on to the G2GFoundation.org. That's T-H-E-G, number two, G, F-O-U-N-D-A-T-I-O-N.org. We're community-oriented and believe in community outreach, mentorship, and investing in our youth via spiritual and educational empowerment. We'll see you next week, family, and tell someone to tune in same time here on this network. Shalom.